Welcome to this week's episode of The Thunk Tank, where we will be covering, or not covering so much, the Viking Age. What does that mean? What are they talking about? What's the Viking Age? Kind of cover all this in the episode, just keep listening, you're already here. Uh, We go over a little bit about the late Dark Ages and the Vikings, the craziness going on in Europe at the time, give you some facts, what it was like more of a loose feel for the the time period just commenting on their history not a full-on history podcast Uh, you might want to go to the great works or something for that we do cover a lot of weird random stuff cover how columbus was kind of a dick since just talking about exploring in general and the normal derailments rail slips we normally run into on the podcast if you are interested in learning more and actually learning about the Vikings, and this sort of piques your interest, I recommend Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology, most recent book I've read about it, and was really the impetus for this cast topic episode. Definitely check it out. Great book. Audiobook's great. Neil reads it himself. Wonderful. Or even uh, comic books. Marvel has a whole, whole, whole family of Norse mythology comics. Some of it actually adheres to the uh, traditional mythology really well retells it with cool modern visual uh, and stuff like that so welcome to the thunk tank dive on in if you like it let us know if you hate it you can let us know too uh, we'll pretend to read it and if you do happen to live anywhere where vikings either have or currently inhabit i don't know i've only been to scandinavia once kind of talking to you guys let us know what we got wrong what we got right what would you prefer us to talk about or any of our egregious mistakes so welcome and uh, jump on into the thunk tank friends attention humans this is a thunk tank Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Welcome to, come into our, come into our Thunk Tank. <laughs> Luke, don't switch to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking. And we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. One. Vikings! <laughs> <laughs> That's Welcome how- to the Viking Age, everybody. Uh, things are tough. Uh, there's lots of disease. Rome isn't around anymore. The Super and, Bowl uh, just happened, so I thought it's a good time to talk about the NFL. Yeah. Well, huh? What? <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Minnesota um, Vikings. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get to them. And what we'll get to all about. how they got there, which is a great yeah. question. Pretty You're far from away history, from Scandinavia. Come to an interesting place. So Viking Age. Bam. Yeah, get us get us into it. Yeah, why do you want to do Vikings, around, Johnny? Because it's a really interesting time of the Dark Age of Europe that kind of gets overlooked. What years are we There's talking about? There's not a lot of... Uh, around 700 to 
ten, a thousand. Okay. Um, so Rome, the Roman Empire is really fully collapsed at this point. Most of their outer kingdoms are just kind of on their own. Um, and the Franks had pushed, spent the few hundred years pushing into the north and very violently and forcibly converting pagans. Uh, sort of pushed up against Scandinavia and the Norse culture. They didn't like that so much. So they kind of, uh, um, they, they kind of, uh, you know, reacted badly uh, or well by attacking and raiding European coastal settlements for they, centuries. They were big into raiding monasteries and stuff too, right? For gold and treasure. That's what so made me feel bad. It's like the poor monks who were just like, like copying Roman books, like pretty much. You mean, the, you mean the poor monks that lived in the only stone house in the town while everyone else was living in a hovel, and they got clean clothes and gold chalices to drink out of while everyone else was dying oh, by the thirty. Oh, sex slaves too. Yeah, I wouldn't feel. Today? I wouldn't feel too bad. Early Christianity was kind of brutal. Did you hear um, about that today? The Pope, the Pope admitted that the, about the long history of nuns as sex slaves. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't know how true it is or not. But. Oh, the Vatican was immediately like, oh, that's not necessarily what he meant. And it's like, well, he is the Pope mm. and he did say it. So He did apologize. I, as so, far as I understood it, the monastery vibe was like a lot of a lot of the church officials and whatnot became kind of corrupted in the feudal system under like government type power. And the monasteries were kind of like people that were trying to keep some kind of genuine spirituality to Christianity. Well, the monasteries were also uh, outposts for converting. Oh, so, I see. Or, or the abbeys, you know, you would they would the, the Rome would send them go to this village, tell them you're in charge, have them build you a cathedral, and start preaching, and yeah, convert everyone outside. Of the, yeah, get every, all the, the pagans from the countryside to, and, and that's an interesting thing too. So. Uh, let's just start with the, the thing about the Norse to uh, uh, the Viking era. Not a lot of written records uh, in Europe from that period in general and that Hence area the dark specifically. Ages. Yeah, it's dark because it we don't have them, like copying Roman texts, right? Like at the monasteries, that's how they preserve. And, Roman and there was a common practice because parchment was hard to make. So yeah. you would if you had an old text that you couldn't remember what it was for or it didn't seem useful, you would scrape all the writing off and reuse it. So it's not until recently that we have the technology you can x-ray the different layers. So one piece of parchment might actually be two or three different documents. Whoa. So they were ancient which is iPads really cool. Or etch a sketches. Yeah, not uh, so much yeah. iPads. <laughs> etch sketches maybe. <laughs> Kindles. Um, also, but, wasn't a lot of what we think of as the, the the Viking history from way later written by Europeans who were like, fuck the Vikings? Yeah, I don't think the Vikings were doing yeah, too much writing of their own. They're kind of right? remembered as, you know, savage, noble savages drinking mead, raping, pillaging, taking what they want. And there's definitely part of that, but of course it is much more complicated. The other thing in general about the Vikings is it's, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a, a trend that happens through history. You know, the whole xenophobic... My empire is better than yours made a lot more sense back then because, you know, you look at like the Chinese really hated the Mongols. Well, it turned out they were they had good reason to, to try to build a wall and keep them out because they're, you know, the 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 nomadic, the uh, the barbarians and the edge. You know, we're not sure what's past the, H- the edge of the frontier it in Rome. It could be monsters out there yeah. or beasts worse than man because they look like the. And that's kind of what happened. You know, Rome developed the world. They thought they had all the corners of the map filled in, and then all of a sudden, these giant dudes come off these ships, which itself was like paratroop being the, like paratroopers before the plane existed. Uh, they had some of the best seagoing vessels because they kind of had to. Uh, Norway is a lot of craggy rocks, and there's really not much inland 
land for them. So you kind of just bounced around that big coastline. Uh, so you needed a nice ship that could go up these little rivers, but also survive in in deep the, waters. Their ships, I, as far as I understand, besides the horned helmet, which ends up being like not even true, like yeah. their ships were That's like the most thing. memorable thing. They could go both directions. Um, they had well, they sails had, they as had well a- as oars. They also had a sail. They had a, a, a post that they put on the top of the sail so you could turn it, so you could sail uh, into the wind and against the wind. Yeah. And that was a huge technological thing. But they also, it was such a shallow draft because they, they developed the, like really good keels, but they could go into the rivers. The, the Vikings at one point besieged Paris. They rode up the Seine and attacked Dude, I watched Paris. the Baz battle about that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely yeah. link the bad we'll, we'll link it, that, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to just think, you know, you feel like you're safe. You're in the heart of the Frankish kingdom, which is, one of, you know, the main show in Europe at the time. Uh, and all of a sudden, these hordes of, of raiders show up out of nowhere. What if you just put, like, a net? What? Where? On the river. What? Like, like, what if you just put chains across the river? How would they get Chains through? of metal? Yeah. Chains of metal? Yeah, you didn't have that much uh, metal at your disposal. Yeah, but didn't the French, didn't the Parisians yeah, but wind up giving them, paying them off with truckloads of uh, they, gold? gold, yeah. They, yeah, but if you make a sea chain out of gold, they're just going to steal the sea no, chain. No, a sea chain out of metal. Also, the problem with Vikings is they'll just land their ships and walk around the chain and attack you. They Which, they were like they they were like the dragoons of that era. They could they could yeah. strike quickly and and they did attack a lot of monasteries in in England and the British on the Isles. Coast, right? They really had yeah. they had no navy back then in England. They didn't really need. Most people lived on the coasts because that's how you moved around. And Good you know the, the standing armies were more fighting each other. Over, you know, they were levied for big things. They weren't just standing there protecting. So you could pop in, raid, destroy right, a whole yeah. monastery, and be back in Norway two, three days later. By the later, time they raised before the, the force, yeah. But, yeah, by the time the guy got right. the message to the, the nearest city, and, you know, it's just too late. So uh, I think and, that and attack on the, Paris, didn't they, like, attack one unit on one side of the river while the other side just watched? And then, that would be the way And then they it, were right? just like, well, let's get back in the boat and head to Paris. Like what the fuck are they gonna do? And yeah. the Franco like empires were so decentralized in, in their own wars against each other that they right. couldn't defend it. At least yeah. that's what I remember from that bad battle. And the video. Vikings the Vikings are misremembered, I think, as these like savage, vicious murderers, but it really takes a complex society to have that level of seafaring, to have beer. They had they had beer back then, mead. They had metalworking. They, to have a warrior class, to support a class of warriors where their main job is like making war and not surviving and farming constantly, it's really difficult to do. I mean, most Vikings probably were farmers who would go on raids if they... Like being if a they raider, were called to. But being a raider meant you were wealthy enough to leave... The, you know what I mean? To send a, a strong, healthy man away from the farm. Yeah. Um, but Scandinavia is really rough. Yeah. Like, what are uh, you like going to do? A, just common practice would be you killed the livestock every winter. So you, your cows would have kids or whatever they call it, calves in the spring. <laughs> and then in the fall, you killed off all of them because you wouldn't be able to feed them except for what you could use to start breeding again the next year. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. You don't want to. So, and, and sometimes they would, and they had a lot, a large slave class too, which. I mean, who are the slaves? It shows a complex society. Uh, It was like like the Roman system of slavery captured slaves mostly. So, so was that part of their raiding? Would they, like you say, 
when they were also raiding monasteries or going yeah. up rivers and stuff, they would actually take <sighs> slaves back with them as part of their their booty. I think slave trade was a big part of their trade network for everybody back then. Yeah. Oh, well, they could was use the source of labor. Things. It was like trading electricity stocks I wonder, back. Then, I wonder too because you know? I was thinking that Johnny, how you said that you know it's a rough country up there in Norway. And just bringing back a ton of gold, like what is that going to get you within? Yeah, Norway, there's not right? there's not enough things there. But you um, could go and maybe buy buy slaves at another market somewhere, I guess, right? Or they gold. would bring slaves back from England and the and Western Europe, and they'd actually sail down through Eastern Europe towards the Middle East, where there was, you know, if you could have infidel slaves and all that. Yeah, because they were everywhere, right? Like they were down into the Mediterranean too, right? Or was that the Vandals? I always get them mixed up. Um, no, they were in the Mediterranean. They went to Constantinople. Dude, I have a picture. I sent it to you guys today of yeah. the Viking inscriptions that I took when I was in Istanbul in, this, in 2016. I didn't go in 2018 to yeah, the Hagia Sophia. They were also uh, they were mercenaries, too, so you could travel. They, mm. they fought in wars in the Middle East and Europe. And, the Vikings uh, were the imperial guard for the Byzantine Empire at one point. And that's well, why they, they inscribed be, on this thing. It was his guard post, whoever wrote this little Viking They're just like, yeah, we're going to hire those dudes. Now Luke <laughs> in 2016 is sitting there, standing there rather, looking at this little carving in, in a piece of wood, tripping my balls yeah. off. Like, Well, an elite an elite. Someone imported, from Scandinavia was here <laughs> in Constantinople, which is now Istanbul. Crushing like, heads. They found coins in like Viking coins and, and trading goods in Baghdad and in, in these in these graves and stuff. So they exactly. definitely and traveled. vice versa. They and, found and, Baghdad and they, coins. Yeah, and in, they had a reputation as traders and uh, mercenaries because it, it makes sense to hire imported mercenaries. You look at ancient Rome; the Praetoria guards were always getting together. Like this emperor is not that great for us. We're just gonna like, take him out. Yeah, you, you know they were right. loyal to you because you were the one paying them. They didn't have local affiliations and familial religious ties, all that crap. You know they were just there to to do that job. But um, well, they had their own system, and they were about yeah. their system, right? And it, but a lot of our information we have on them is is from only a few sources. Like there's a few written sagas, like the the you know Ragnar and Ragnarsson and all that whole thing that the uh, History Channel shows about yeah. Vikings. It's all based on one guy, and the story is written hundreds of years after he died. But it's you know it's one of the mo it's the most intact one. Yeah, I feel like um, their their golden era was a, a very YOLO yeah. era where it's like. Yeah, we're just gonna go for it. We're not. We're not looking mm -hmm. to really. Also, those stories probably have too much of a story element to it that isn't like what really happened, which was probably more like a real war. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, with all its no, a lot ups of it downs. is a lot of it is. Uh, I mean, there's magical components. That's and what stuff I mean, like dragons bullshit. and shit. But there's a lot of it that you can link to actual. You know, they said there's some battle at this place in time, and we think we found the site of the battle. You know, we think this is one of the guys because it's described as like, you know, a dude born without an eye and there's just bone there or something like yeah. they've managed to piece stuff together from few sources. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also want to touch on their religion, the mythology of Norse, because we think of the Norwegian as like the Vikings, but it was really all of Scandinavia and Denmark, like Denmark and Northern uh, so Germany. I'm, I'm part Viking because I'm I, my my dad's side of the family is Danish. Your I can see it in your in your brow line. You look very. Da I'm just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's yeah. ready to go do some raiding. But the, the, like the religion is kind of you a play Germanic. You the trumpet into battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was kind of a Germanic uh, uh, religious figures that. Yeah. 
kind of, it was they, they kind of shared more of an identity. It wasn't until a few centuries later that you got Swedes and Finns. Like it was kind of a loose affiliated Norseman or Nordman. I heard Nor- a podcast today mm-hmm. with um, this guy who, which sounds like such a cool job. Um, he is he studies the um, the pagan religious traditions of of the Vikings, and he said the official name he he calls it is pre-Christianity Germanic religion, which is essentially just like the pagan yeah. the pagan that's what, Nordic religion. That's what religions. was going on before yeah Rome got there. Um, and he said it's hard to say what people actually believed and how varied it was well, and which ones you can. You could spot similarities though, because if you look at like uh, like Gaelic, Pictish traditional mythology, there the the like pagan god's name is Woden, and he was this warrior god that you had to fight for, and Woden was just like a a, a tweak on Odin. And if and I can say Woden, Woden's day becomes Wednesday. That's right. That a bunch of the names of the, the, the I think days all of, the of them pretty much right. Friday, Sunday. Yeah, Friday. Friday is, uh, was uh, uh, Freya. Freybaham. Well, Thor Thor's day is Thursday, Thursday and Frigg's day Fre- was Friday. Yeah. Oh, Fre- yeah. Frigg. Whatever. It's Saturday uh, for Saturday. T- Tuesday, I, I think was Tuesday. Tuesday was Tyr, the god of war. Oh, right, right, right. Um, and you know, it's similar to the ancient pantheon, ancient Greek pantheon. You got a war god, you got a tricky god, you got a, a, a underworld god, but still very different and and um, you know catered to their local culture and tradition right. but you kind of see it go all across you know to through scotland and ireland and and it because the christianity kind of had to tr- stamp it out as they went and the the there were similarities and differences between them but it was a very oral tradition there's not what was uh, the battle where where um somebody made a compromise with the vikings by essentially saying if you convert to christianity will will you know have a treaty that's probably a bunch of them no probably a bunch i guess i heard of uh, one today i forget which one though i i, I want to say as battle on that too i want to say it, it may have been you know when like the vikings came into um the anglo-saxon the empires in in the in the british peninsula and all but i think wessex um fell to the vikings I think that battle was like compromised by saying, "Hey, if you convert to Christianity, we'll call it even." And, Which and is funny because cool that means they really like believed that. in Christianity. If like they cared that much, like that that would seem like on the surface a not not a valuable thing to get. You're not yeah, getting gold. Right. You're not getting weapons. But if you really believe in Christianity, then you are getting something by making people convert. You know. Well, I think that's well, also the that's rules. Very true. That the rules were. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. I was just gonna say things were like the religious rules in general were stricter back then. Like if you were heretical to your faith or forsake it, you know what I mean. Even just to protect yourself, you knew you were taught like, damn, like the gods are pissed. It's not gonna go well for you. Yeah, Yeah, they don't. They don't like. It doesn't matter. You can't just. Well, I didn't really mean it. I'm gonna stay secretly this or that. It's like, "Mm, but you said it. You prayed to their god. Oh, they heard you pray to Jesus. Like you're fucked. You think I didn't hear that? (laughs) Yeah, like you're. you're, You know, he's not gonna. Why do? Yeah. Why do you think you're? Why do you think your chicken? I love how that's like a Larry David type god. He's like, you know, like Mm, he did (laughs) say it. He's like, well, you said it. Pretty sure I heard you pray. Pretty so sure. to get and so you to banned. get a king to publicly convert, he can't turn around and go back to citizens. And say, no, let's keep the old ways because it undercuts his own authority. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, to get them to public, there's lots of cool stories. There's another one. It, it might have been Germany, but I thought it was Denmark where uh, they planned like a raid, a night raid, and when they went to attack, 
this village or something, the Aurora Borealis happened. Like the Northern Lights just what happened. What a fucking coincidence. Happen. And they like saw the whole army coming and managed to slaughter them like while they were approaching the gates or whatever. Uh, that's got to be a that's god, pretty intense. And they, yeah, they were like, well, clearly the gods uh, wanted our, us to defend our city this time. I so, wonder how how, yeah. ma- how many things, you know, like whether it's a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse or northern lights, natural phenomena that we now have an explanation for that fucking freaked people's brains out back then, you know? I mean, Joe, when we saw the solar eclipse at the beach um, two years ago, whatever it was, yeah. I remember just trying to to imagine what it would be like to see that and not know what's going on. Well, the the famous historical example of that, which I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast, but it's it's a really great, I think, seminal example of exactly what you're saying, Luke, which is when Columbus was in it's the pronounced Col- seminal fluid. But go ahead. <laughs> that, oh, it's this, it's the seminal that fluid sense. that flows through the anals of history. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Now you're getting there. Luke, crack now the cast is really starting. <laughs> um, the the famous example is when Columbus um, was in the Caribbean and oh, yeah. essentially he was he was living off the natives there or surviving off of them and eventually you know weeks pass months pass whatever and they kind of had enough of it and they were like yeah we're done not only are we done but like we're probably gonna kill you if you don't like leave or like stop asking us for like all our food and. I think they captured some of his men that he had sent. Like, give us the rest. Well, of your his food. men were also like, were also raping and murdering too, so they weren't too happy. About as that. were most men throughout most of history. Right? Yeah, but particularly Columbus's guys. They were, yeah, they were, bad. Like, they were bad. They were bad. They were not a good crew. Those guys. Um, and even Columbus was a dick. He promised like a thousand oh, uh, reals to the guy dude. who spotted land first. And the guy that did, he's like, oh, no, I saw it first. And he took the prize for yeah. himself. He got the queen to pay him for the prize he yeah. made Columbus to motivate was the his men. And, and what's yeah, funny is asshole. if you read Columbus's journal, he openly admits to, like, all of his skeevy tactics. I'm like, trying to imagine, like, the real rhyme like, they should have t- taught no us. Fucks. Instead of 1492, oh, so Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It'd be like, in, in 1492, the ocean did Columbus take... Later, would he really rape? You know, like <laughs> that's how they're gonna start teaching. Yeah, if I had learned that in kindergarten, I would have been like, "What?" Yeah. Like, I would have actually been paying attention. You know, I'd be I'm like, "Pretty sure okay. Columbus, Ohio, just officially like declassified Columbus Day a holiday, and they're making Election Day a holiday." Oh, I would Since totally they trade have Columbus a holiday day. on the books anyway. I would just totally trade to Columbus Day as a national holiday for Election Day as a national holiday in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm not totally against that. Yeah, but anyways, so Columbus um, to he he knew that his time was nigh with the natives so he was in a tough spot and he 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 knew that he had to figure something out so he went to his journals and you know was reading through them and he realized that there was an eclipse coming up a solar eclipse oh yeah 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 and well cuz he sailed by lunar calculation oh That's yeah he, he, i mean he they was didn't really have like compasses he knew his like math good like he knew his then. astronomy like he he was very well versed and he was he was very uh, smart in in that regard and he told them, he warned them that if, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I don't know uh, medieval Italian, but uh, he said that if you don't continue showing me favor, to the, he said this to the natives, that um, I, I think he said that his god would eat, like, their god's son, basically. He's yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to send my, my god, god will eat the son. Yeah, to, like, gobble and up your eat son. eat all of you if I tell you. And they were like, you, yeah. yeah, okay. But they also were like, let's not kill this guy just yet, because he did just make an outrageous claim. And so they waited, and then, of course, the eclipse came, and they were all like, holy cow. I mean, this is Columbus's account as well. And they were like, holy cow. All right, we'll give you more, you know, food and whatever. 
and then it just evolved from there, and he wound up depopulating the entire island. Yeah, the very Arawaks. successful in that regard. But but let's get back to the Vikings because they also had a pretty good understanding of the sky and stars because you know, they don't get like the, the winter the swing there the seasonal swing and sunshine is crazy you know you go from the summer sun yeah. 16 to 20 something hours a day or whatever it is to you know an hour a day or a couple hours a day of light in the winter and you got to really plan your shit out to survive that that's so, true it's quite quite far um, north yeah and and they, the sailing, skin, sailing in an sailing in an open vessel with a single sail you you gotta go by <laughs> But, you know, you got to have pretty good understanding of the stars. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and the mythology is just awesome. Yeah. That sounded a little really Christopher cool. Walken, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. The mythology. <laughs> I mean, you got Thor with his hammer. So, yeah, as I was doing some of the, the giants. Uh, some of the research today, because I was like, you know what? I think most of what I know about the Vikings is all the false information. Like, yeah, probably. You, you know, or, or at least the information that I know is like one percent of it, not the not so the most of it. To falsify, right? Yeah, just like oh yeah, guys who come on boats and you know they're just badasses and they just raid and destroy. Like the horned helmets, for example, was a way for the Christian people telling the tales about them to yeah. make them seem like more devil-like by giving them horns. Yeah, why not? Brilliant. Um, great, they did drink out of horns, though. That's real. They drank out of horns, like like um, glasses. Like a drinking horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That was real. How did you How did you put that down on the table without it spilling? So that's actually one of the benefits. You don't of the put horn. your beer down if you're a Viking. Apparently, yeah. Not. You get poisoned and shit. Or you man. stick it into the ground. No, no, oh. no. You drank it. If you had a drink, you were drinking it. And otherwise, you slung it over your back. You know, or you hung it and it just drip dry. Oh. But you you, you did not put your <laughs> drink down. Um, first of all, because of poisoning and shit, but drink, sharing a drink used to be like a lot more big of a deal. We've, we've talked about this briefly, but like the idea of drinking with somebody is like, I'm going to pour from the same thing into both of our, you know what I mean? Right. We're going to make sure we're drinking the same beer. So, you know, you can trust me. Right, right, right. Like, like a, alcohol yeah. was, 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 had a much more important like social role. It wasn't just the, the lubricant to like relax after work. Well, like it most was, things back then, it was life or death, right? Yeah, but it was also, it was like how you like dealt with celebrations and like big tragedies. You, you know, part of the ritualized parts of all cultures is alcohol in it. And it was particularly important up there because not a lot of nutrition and you get a lot of vitamins from brewer's yeast. If you don't have a lot of game meat and sunshine, uh, you will be deficient in start dying so it's important to have beer which of course i'm trying to swing the do you want to say something about their beer specifically and i want to talk about open fermentation is yeah let's talk about beer before we do that though like um we we just cracked our beer we were drinking whiskey at the beginning of the cast i make it back to whiskey we forgot to say what beer we're drinking uh what do we have here we have cellarman's uh by innerborough oh it's an innerborough creature comforts collab yeah it's oh yeah creature comforts i just i just uh my lovely wife picked up some swag from creature comforts this weekend i have a beer from them for later in the cast we'll get to that too but shout out to creature comforts good job good work guys yeah Yeah, i've been there uh about a year ago i was there lovely actually it's usually a lovely college town but when i was there it was the football championships and Everybody from Athens, Georgia, was in Atlanta because that's where the mm. f- football championship was. So, so Athens, was Georgia, was a ghost town. Mm. <laughs> like I was, football's, I was football's told, big hey, down here in the come South. to Creature college Comforts. Football. The beer's delicious, and it's filled with really hot girls who go to college in that town. The beer is filled with really hot girls. No, awesome. the brewery. No, that's not what. You what do you think? Why do you think they keep the tanks open for fermentation <laughs> so yeah. the hot girls fall in? It's like those uh, plants that the flies fall into. Yeah, Venus flytraps. 
There's no, no, no. That's one no, of them, the, but there are other ones that have like a, a bucket of liquid in the bottom of the plant. Yeah, it's got like nectar sitting You saw there that on planet Earth, didn't you, motherfucker? Probably. <laughs> no, I saw it in my field work. Of course I saw it on Netflix. Wherever you saw Johnny it. Johnny saw it when he was out hunting flowers. Wherever people like us see it at midnight, you know. I was yeah. looking for this rare butterfly that this endangered bear feeds on exclusively. No, um, okay, I do, do want to talk about beer, though. I'm drinking a mixed culture beer, which I chose a uh, rustic Saison. Uh, both my beers are actually from Joymonger's Brewing Company in Greensboro, North Carolina. Shout out. I've heard they're pretty good. Uh, they're pretty solid, but I have their Harry. Uh, it's called Harry, like the name. Like Harry Rustic's, Potter. Yeah, Thank Rustic you, Saison. <laughs> and I asked, why is it called Harry? And Because they age it, and they actually ferment it in an oak tank called a fooder, which all beer used to be fermented in <laughs> clay or, or wood, pretty much. Metal, glass, that came later. Right, that uh, makes sense, I guess. Shout so out to Harry Potter. I, I said, <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, why Shout do you call it Snape. Harry? Like, it's a mixed culture, meaning it's got brewer's yeast. It's got Brettanomyces yeast, Saccharomyces yeast. Oh, great it's guys. It's got Lactobacillus, Petiococcus something, uh, Petiobact, uh, no, it's whatever. It's got the Ligardium leviosa. I'll post it. I can't speak uh, Speak normal, science. Smart people. Culture talks. Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't mean so, culture. Uh, but I mean, it's like... got those mixed cultures, souring culture bacterias, and that's how beer used to be made. Whatever was around was what ended up in it. So you couldn't choose one type of yeast or one strain of one kind of yeast. It was just kind of whatever culture was lived wherever you were brewing. So, that's is ironic because that's how it, beer was created, right? Somebody just but, left some shit out yeah, yeah. and turned it into mm-hmm. beer. So. And then, and then they're yeah. like, we got to do this again. Let's let's remember what we did last time and yeah. tweak let's it. Let's remember and, what shit we left out last yeah. time. So is it safe but to so, say the Vikings were drinking sour beer? Uh, sometimes, for sure. But uh, the Harry, I liked because Harold... Um, a Hargrund, I can't say it. Harold or something? Yeah. Is he a comic book character? No, no, he was a Viking sea king, um, but it's not named after him. It's because they have two oak tanks, and one's named Harry, and the other's named Larry. So <laughs> this one came out of Harry, oh, but it's a it's an oak mixed culture tank. So I thought that's fitting because that's how you made beer back then. They also drank a lot of mead, but they weren't really picky. It was kind of whatever sugars were fermentable enough. They'd mix fruits in mead. They'd mix herbs and 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 like any kind of grain they could get into their beer i was reading somewhere that they didn't think the domesticated grains got to scandinavia to this like sixth or seventh century which is crazy late um you know they had domesticated grain beer in ancient egypt so who knows what kind of crap they're using but they used gale and yarrow and all these different uh herbs juniper was big so you know that's the main that's what gin is is that gin taste it's juniper uh-huh. so you Wait, know that think was about it gin or, or ginny beer no they didn't have distillation but uh I think junipers are fermentable. So they would throw those in with their beer. So you get these like flowery, herby, herbaceous beers that hopefully weren't sour. That sounds Uh, great. That's interesting. But those yeast strains, those mixed culture yeast strains, which they dry out on these wood wood rings you'd weave together. I sent you guys a picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what that was? Yeah, you dip it in when the yeast was most active. I thought that was would, a horror movie. It would it would dry out on it, and you could oh, store you could it like save that. your yeast for later, and then you just dip it back in, and that's cool. they still dehydrate and rehydrate yeast because that's you know what it's evolved. to So do the to yeast survive. will survive and just dehydrate themselves, and and then reactivate when it's dipped in mm-hmm. again. Yeah, if you have a if it's conditions. Shout are right. out to and, yeast. 
Like shared it's, like, it's, am- <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's an away. it's an amazing thing. The the uh, but there's some areas in in Norway where there's still like there's farmers where they're like, well, where did you get your yeast? It's like, well, this is what my grandpa used. I guess I think you just my dad. Think, it's still going, and it's called yeah. a, a Kevik or Kevik yeast. Strain. Oh, they do that. Um, it's a really was interesting. I was talking to somebody one. from Nepal. They do that with yogurts, and they pass them down. Oh, yeah. so yeah. like if you make yeah. if you make homemade yogurt. Um, let's say just like this is what they do in Turkey, for example. I mean, people do it here too. But you buy a yogurt from the store mm-hmm. and then you save some of it and you buy like fresh milk, whole yeah, milk. exactly. And you, yeah. you, you heat it to a certain temperature. Yeah. And then you put this yogurt in there. And, and then, then you sneeze into it like seven you, or you 18 cool times, You cool it a certain right? way. And <laughs> basically, it, let's say the first yogurt you make won't taste great. But as as you're on like the fourth or fifth batch, it starts to hit like peak taste, hmm. meaning not so sour, but like maximum sweetness. Yeah. And you can literally, every time your yogurt's finished, as long as you save enough to make the next batch of yogurt, you're good to go. Yeah. The, this guy was telling me too that it's it's all about storage as well. As long as you store it correctly, he said that he yeah. has family yogurts or that go back generations the cultures or whatever that go back like hundreds of years oh my god yeah he's like yeah that's the so, that's so cool there's though. there's yeah. these farmhouses I, in I norway where it's they've had the same yeast strains for centuries yeah. well not the same but they've been doing the same thing for centuries that that's the strain of it like when you actually sequence the yeast dna yeah. it's from there I think, there's a great article and the headline was uh, the latest craft, the latest centuries old craft beer phase is Norwegian yeast. And I was like, yeah, that describes I think, it perfectly. I think you also just identified, at least for me, why the Vikings never quite made it in the Americas. Because I was speaking to an archaeologist and I was asking him about the Vikings. And he was like, yeah, they were definitely here. Like they were definitely at least in, um, was it Nova Scotia? Um, no, Newfoundland, I think. And there's yeah. there's even evidence, and I'll talk about this at some point too, that they made it into the Americas. And Greenland. Like, well, they made it as far as like Minnesota, actually, which is quite ironic. That becomes a whole other issue. Though. Isn't there a sunken longship that was found in Minnesota or something? I don't know about or Wisconsin. That, but, oh, and in like or, the Great Lakes or something. Yeah, it was like a piece of a keel that seemed very Viking-like, oh, and it was from the right time period. Everyone I haven't was like, read that, uh, but they have. And found, there, there's some stones up in the woods runest- there. There's a runestone called yeah. the, the Kensington Runestone that this Viking farm or, or this Norwegian farmer found in like 1900 in Minnesota. He said that like his plow just hit this Minnesota. Rock. And he dug it up, and he was like, holy crap, it's a runestone. And it's commemorating a battle between Vikings and Native Americans where, like, a bunch of Vikings died, and they, they left, like, a rune there. And at the time, the archaeologists just dismissed it because they're like, well, this totally doesn't fit into our model of what the Vikings were up to. So it must have been a hoax by this Norwegian farmer who just wanted to, you know, make great acclaim or something. And then later on, years later, they came back and looked at, the, at it, and they're like, yeah, there's no way an illiterate Norwegian farmer knew how to replicate you know, a thousand-year-old runestone, and yeah. so so now it's a and big get the debate. weathering just right and everything exactly. Yeah. So now it's, it's a, a really impressive now it's a big forgery. debate. But like hearing some of these stories about them being the guards of Constantinople because they're so badass, it's like 
okay, maybe they did make it as far as Minnesota. And maybe part of that reason why they kept going was because they couldn't make beer in uh, Newfoundland or something like that. And <laughs> well, that's why I there, think maybe they didn't last in America because they weren't making there was, beer. It seems there like was also like was, was beer like beer must have been necessary for survival, right? It, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it still is. But yes, it much more so. Was I agree than with back you. Then. No, seriously, uh, like I, I cut back mm-hmm. on beer in January <laughs> and I noticed that like, hey, Luke, you got to drop eat off more food. survival rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're because like my calorie intake was way too low and I was going to the gym. That's the other thing. Beer is a way we've talked about before. It's a way to take grain. If I give, if you pick barley right off the off the stalk or whatever, how long is it going to last? As long as any cereal will, right? Yeah. So it's going to go bad in a few months. But if I turn it into beer, those calories will last. You know two or three times as long right. safely so, uh, yeah. it's something that, and you need calories in the middle of That's winter actually, when there's not a lot of food left like if you have yeah. liquid beer and it's also you can take a lot of something we've talked about too with like whiskey i could take like a, a train a, a cart full of grain and make one giant bar one giant yeah. jug full of whiskey out of it it's a lot easier to move and keep track that's of really interesting transport. because the archaeologist i was talking to he mentioned how he's been to some of these sites in canada which they know they're like yeah this is definitely a viking settlement and he said that there's nothing there like it is very bare bones and that they can tell based on the evidence that they didn't stay very long like they clearly tried to build a settlement and then they just eventually left and they left very little or died or died yeah he's like but even then they left very little trace behind because they were big into yeah. burning their still bodies still crazy too. to think that the vikings yeah. made so it's hard it to, to north know, america though. yeah he's like it's hard to know actually how many were there because they would burn a lot of bodies was that the uh, uh, eric what was the the leaf oh leaf erickson leaf erickson i don't know that, if it wasn't was, that the viking that that made it to uh was it him iceland it? and greenland eric the red i think made it to iceland it was eric and, yeah i, I always get them his, mixed up but i yeah. think leaf erickson was the one that made it who made it to yeah yeah yeah, Greenland, but, he but said, whatever. He said that it's like it's very hard to tell. Like it's funny that you were mentioning earlier how so much of their history is is just kind of what contemporaries from other cultures were writing about them. And he says like, yeah, like even if you look at how they spread out through or possibly spread out through the Americas, it's hard to say to what extent because they they left very little behind. And he's like these settlements that you find, it's like all right. There's a few stone houses that clearly weren't built by Native Americans. Yeah, just because you can tell by the style and and you know the the arrangements of them and, and the kegs sort of, of beer that were left. There. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. He, I, I, I gotta ask him now because he, it sounded the way he that he described it like they definitely weren't in the position to be brewing beer. Well, burning bodies makes sense too. It's it was considered yeah. an evil pagan practice to do. Christians bury you know why Christians bury their dead, right? So you it's can kind of fucked you up. You can you can be resurrected on Doomsday, right? Yeah, so you can come back yeah. to life. Your old corpse can is safe in a box you buried, and it can rise <laughs> up on it on the way to heaven when That's Jesus goes down to because that Jesus goes to hell and like I guess dukes it out with the devil. Scoops up all the babies in like limbo a on match. his way back. Yeah, and we, then he picks up the the good buried people. We need to do a, do an episode something. where Johnny just covers the Bible. <laughs> we should totally Bible do stories, that. But yeah. I only just briefly mentioned that because uh, uh, that you know it makes sense to burn them because if it's yeah. the middle of winter in Norway, you're not digging a hole six feet deep. Well, that's a lot of calories to spend, right? Attracting. Yeah, but you just also can't have bodies attracting the wolves no, out but, back. No, but that's true too. But you I know? mean, seriously, like, have you ever dug a hole that's six feet deep and like 
a person personally wide, no but i've, I've dug some holes that are less than that and i've been like jesus this is hard work no that's literally like, jesus come yeah, on why are you yeah. making me do this <laughs> bring it back to life so it's easier you know but that but makes, like that yeah makes no, a lot the, of sense. the frost yeah. line in some places goes past six feet so the ground's still frozen oh that's true too yeah and if you're digging with a wooden shovel it's just not happening here's right. where the right. evolutionary that, that perspective sense, yeah. comes to mind though because it's like one when you have like these various pagan religions let's say um the nordic vibe of the vikings and then christianity if you view religions as like competitions amongst people and religion and the different versions of religion are competition between groups you know for example Europe could have very easily been overtaken by the Islamic push north. Battle of Tours, baby. A uh, battle of Tours probably Crazy saved battle. Europe from becoming from from. Be- it, you would say they were saved. Why would you say saved? <laughs> What's wrong with it if it became Muslim? <laughs> yeah, um, Luke. Why? Are well, you, why I wouldn't are you exist that if way? if that had happened. I think that's fair to say. So it's wow, all about you. Um, yeah, it's all so about you. So you're saying you. you're so you're saying your Christian lifestyle is. Let me worth let me re, re your, let me finish the sentence. Anyway, let's let's get back to a real saved Europe from Muslim conquest. I Whether just want to apologize to the Muslim? listeners for Luke's hate mongering. Uh, Muslim, um, and we'll try to get this back on the rails. <laughs> That's how you say it in Turkish. Okay, I know. I just okay. um, which is closer to something than something else. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. the other thing though is the Viking Age. You saved Christian they Europe, also now a, a newer theory <laughs> is that there was a sl- slight global warming period before that, um, like medieval ice age that hit, because there was an ice age in Europe. That lasted a couple of years. A little, like a mini one, like a cooling period. Wasn't it and called the Little Ice Age, though? Wait, when oh, was yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. When was uh, that? Because I was just reading about how there's this new theory that um, the when the, all the Native Americans died between like 1500 and essentially it like was around, yeah. 16 whatever, the reforestation of Europe actually dropped global temperature. Uh, I'm sorry, the reforestation of the Americas because any farmland that they were using hmm. became forest again much of it that it actually helped to because they would just slash and burn and rotate most places, right so it which, actually it soaked up yeah. more carbon dioxide and it actually lowered global temperatures it, but that yeah. that was later than what you're referring to but but it's also you forget genghis khan around like 1300 cooled the planet but how many people he killed oh i'm sure uh, that's that's supposedly that's like a, a a legit theory that he killed so many people and wiped out entire cities. So you think about all the economies, yeah. the all the farming, everything that's, that's happening, all, all the farming, all the reforestation I said that farting, happened. But Johnny's like, yeah, well, the I, think, farming. I think I, think, I, I tried think to say reforestation it. is probably a big part of it because like so much of yeah. the Earth's land mass right now is farms, and historically it's like, but that's but what you, you were it, using open land for. Yeah, but but so think about the Vikings. You know, you live in a hard to live place. You can only support so many people in that area and all of a sudden the winters get less harsh the summers become more lush you, you start having more families more babies survive through the winters and you know 50 100 years go by and you're like shit we're kind of overcrowded let's load up some boats and like find something to do yeah uh so and then of course when if when that cooling hit if you're a lone outpost in minnesota when a disease out breaks out and the winters will start getting rough again you might not make it you well, know, all it takes might. is one bad winter or even one bad storm, like one bad month. It's like yeah, a, we'll get Roanoke. We cover that. That shit disappeared. They left it alone for two years. They disappeared. No, that's what I mean. If you have one bad winter where the the winter and goes a guns. month longer than you had food for, that could be it for most of your people, right? Well, for example, yeah. um, that what we were just saying, the Battle of Tours, where the 
Uyumad um, uh, Caliphate mm-hmm. was defeated uh, by the the Franks, right? Mm-hmm. They they had all of the Iberian Peninsula back down in Constantinople. They had been trying to siege Constantinople for like years and years. Yeah. They finally gave up, and when their ships were leaving, they all got destroyed by like a natural disaster type event. Oh, that happens so much in history. And too. it's like, yeah. it's like, of course, like if if you happen on a, a bad enough storm on the yeah. high seas, like whoops. Well, that's like the Spanish Armada, famously too. Where what's that one? That's where they were about to invade England, and they probably would have destroyed it. And then they just they tried to go around. That was when they tried to go. They around chased Scotland, the navy. Right? No, it was really smart. They 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 baited the armada and they sent a bunch of fire ships at it. But to go like north, they took right? their most derelict ships and like sailed them into the armada and burned a bunch. And then they ran away and got them to chase them around northern, yeah, around Scotland. Right, but then the rest and, were wrecked by storms, right? Yeah, the Protestant wind, they, they like to call it in, in text. <laughs> but it, 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 that was essentially, like, the beginning of the decline of, like, Spain as, yeah. like, the dude. Th- that shit's happened so many times. Yeah. Look at the Kamikaze. It was, it was, that was their wiped way. out two Mongol, Mongol fleets that tried to take Japan. Was the was the magic typhoon called the Kamikaze. Oh God! Um, yeah, like a typhoon. Salamis, for example. you don't know Greece. that you don't have the weather channel. Yeah. You don't know, like, the, hey, we shouldn't sail into this hurricane. Let's wait it out. God's decided, bro. The, it's like, the, hey, it's kind of cloudy and windy today, like every other fucking day. Let's yeah. go. Let's go oh, it's for getting it. Cloudier yeah. and windier. Maybe we shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> that um, movie three hundred is the Battle of Thermopylae. At the same time, there's a short scene I think in the beginning of the movie where the storm is like destroying a bunch of their ships. That was the Battle of Salamis, which was a way bigger fight. I think it was the largest naval battle until Midway in ever just the most number of ships and dudes uh and yeah a big storm wiped out a bunch of the persian fleets that shit happens constantly yeah weather reports are very useful uh joe are you switching to whiskey whiskey? yeah so i I think i'm just gonna get a miller's then i I don't want to down at seven percent beer all by myself you could keep drinking whiskey i'm gonna i'm gonna what kind of viking are you luke uh where's your viking heritage anyways (laughs) <laughs> I just basically wanted to know if I should crack this other 16-ounce beer by myself. No, we still have this one. Oh, so there's beer in there? No. Oh. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I, I Let's talk so about Norse mythology. Um, I've been rereading oh, Neil right. Gaiman's Norse mythology, and it's a great book. Anyone interested in like the stories of Thor and Loki and Odin and Wait, all Neil that Gaiman? crap? Neil Gaiman, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He, he He's always been a mythology fan. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. And. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. You're so cool. <laughs> so I basically, it's like I read all his books. It's like you oh, know him. Point. You guys talk a lot? Um, you know, one time I may have liked a tweet. You guys are chill. So it's essentially like we're best friends. He direct messages yeah. them all the time. It's a one-way street. It's a one-way street, but, you know, you get the idea. He's yeah. seeing them and ignoring them. As I get buzzed but, on this beer, I'm he... getting the same feeling that I got when I was in the British Museum. Like, my I brain has this, like, trippy feeling when I think about, like, history uh, I don't know. Beer seems to sync up really well with that. Where I just imagine, it, like, we we're looking at, like, I wrote on my fucking paper here, you know, early Middle Ages, fifth to the tenth century, and then later on, I'm writing about that battle. We I think we already mentioned it. It was the um, Battle of Ed- Eddington in 878. It's when uh, Wessex was under attack by the Vikings, and basically, like, they they kept going at each other for 14 years. And then I thought to myself today, I haven't even been an adult for 14 years. Yeah. Like, 
that's so much time 14 years and never mind the 300 years and or that's the also like years. like something that takes that long is also a lot of people's basic existence people yeah. didn't live as long back then either that's the that's that would have been their main output yeah, of being that a human. you yeah. would have been like this is what the world is about like it's happening right now and it's lasting forever yeah but it's like no it's 867 ad you idiot and i thought like, that's how many nothing. That's how many sacrifices were made by like singular yeah. soldiers to try and like stop this force yeah and they thought like i'm doing it for the honor of our tribe and then in the wikipedia entry yeah. it gets listed as like they they had some pressure put yeah. on the vikings but they eventually fell and yeah. bubble you know like it's yeah just, it's or, such it's such a mind fan. fuck to think like the idea of pacifism back then it's like what yeah. like, yeah. you talk about jump off a cliff like they're gonna somebody's gonna come and try to kill do you have stuff do you have a roof and food somebody at some point's gonna come along and yeah. try oh, to even, murder you oh, even if you gotta you be ready even if you don't i can still attack you for slaves for uh, for, for anything. anything for the fact that you exist i can i can get something out it's of, like a lion with a carcass on the on the plains yeah, of sure. africa it's like you better eat that shit fast because hyenas and vultures guess and what, yeah, everybody's gonna come attack you guess to try what and a get lot that. of a lot of raiding throughout history it's if the people don't have anything great we get slaves and we we get to kill even then even kill. when you have nothing you you'll just become a slave well i can exactly. also, i can also just kill the tribe because it's like well i gotta keep in shape like I'm not going to the gym, or if I you just work don't want to deal with arm. them, right? You don't want to like move past <laughs> them and have them flank you from behind because no. But I just mean like like peasant people, like peasant yeah. folk who it's like oh they're easy, which pickings. were most of most of there's people, no right? there's no there's no Netflix. I'm a warrior. Like I'm gonna go in and destroy this dirt village because and probably I, it's Thursday from your perspective for good reason, right? Yeah, oh, I was only in, I was only in Oslo for a few hours, but I gotta say. The people there are very attractive, and I think it's just because they carried back the most attractive people from Western Europe for like a few hundred years. I really that's a, a, it's also a theory a wealthy I country. have. That helps. That's true, but I just mean like like the women. Most of the, at least the, all the ones working at the airport were, <laughs> and around the airport were really tall, beautiful, like thin blonde women. And it's like, oh, did they just, was that just the look? And so anytime yeah. they ran into that, they right. stole them and brought them back for hundreds of years because kind of what they did. Wasn't it the look for mm. men too, though? Like I read that they would sometimes yeah. try to dye their hair lighter color. Really? The yeah. Viking mm-hmm. men, yeah. yeah. By the yeah. way, they weren't called Vikings they, uh, until like the 1800s or something like that. Or they yeah, called? Viking they is, Norsemen is, because Norsemen just means the North. Yeah. Northmen, Nordmen. Oh. Uh, so uh, yeah. Wait. So who were the Vandals then, or the Danes? Because right? I, I always the Vandals. Get... I think were a Gothic tribe, and the Goths from, like, were centrally. They they were like northern central Europe, right? Yeah. Because I I always get them mixed up because I the know Goths they, and the Visigoths. Well, I know the Vandals yeah. went went like a raiding too. Like they were all throughout Europe. Did you too. say went a raiding? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, the Huns <laughs> like, did too. I mean, we went a raiding. Raiding, we will go. Yeah, raiding, we will go. Oh, raiding, we will go. Hey, raiding, we will go. Raiding, we will go. We would not have made good Vandals. You guys would have been terrible. Like they would have been like, let's just practice killing these guys first. Even the fucking monks would defeat us. The monks would be like, we're going to beat that guy to death. By the way, cane. here's a thought experiment. Because like most of the monks would just like passively let let the Viking raids happen. Um, but have you heard? Some monks fought back. Have Saint you heard Patrick of the sh- was a slave. Sh- captured Shaolin by- monks, whatever it's called in China. Sh- Shaolin? Shaolin. Shaolin monks. Did you just say Shaolin? Shaolin. I don't know how to say have it. Have you never seen a Shaolin Kung Fu movie before? I mean, I have, but I. Didn't I don't know because like- the way you said it makes me think you've only read it. Anyways, we'll get we'll do a Kung Fu episode. I mean, I, later. I go on with your okay, point. Just just as a side note, Johnny, 
with you and Joe and others, I, I we know. had a weekly kung fu night where we made food and watched I, kung did. fu movies. We now, did. however great. drunk and or other things I was, you know, whatever, right? But that I definitely have watched there, my fair share yeah. of kung fu movies. Not with Shaolin That's monks, right. you haven't. Maybe not. not. I don't know. You missed those. But um, I'm trying to imagine like a Viking raid on Shaolin monks. (laughs) This is why you need to get into video games like Age of Empires because you can have these matchups, my friend. Oh, Mm -hmm. you could show Mm -hmm. me that? No, but I got you interested, didn't I? (laughs) But you're right. That's that's an interesting question to ask. I mean, I love those questions about like, yeah, historically, like what would have happened if a samurai ran into a Viking? It's such a fun question to ask. It's a it's a great question to ask because it's like... They, they do that on like shows and a they lot. Have, well, so. they have such little context to even know like what that person is. Like yeah. what is their deal exactly? Some of those fightings might actually, so matchups might actually have happened. Oh yeah. Uh, a Greek hoplite might have fight, fought a Viking if they were the Imperial Guard for the king in Constantinople and there's a challenger. You know what I mean? Like it's not crazy to think about. No, now. but like, I mean they, like they traveled quite. No, but uh, I mean like, like a Viking in the uh, golden era of Vikings versus like, you they didn't really have a golden era. It was, it was a dark age. What? I said, they didn't really have a golden era. It was definitely a dark age for most of Europe. No, no. I just mean in terms of their, like when they were most Vikingist. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of them versus like like somebody from the Battle of Thermopylae, like the Just people with the dudes. axes oh, that they say oh, gotcha. could chop right through a, a metal helmet. Yeah, works. they like yeah. big, heavy axes that yeah. you can yeah. kill with a single Versus blow. Just well, a when dude you're who seven feet tall for like thirty-nine hours straight, or however long it you was. You know what it makes me think of? Also, I, that Johnny, you sent this to our our podcast chat maybe like a couple months ago, insane, but it was man. it was the sort of um, it had like four pictures and it said. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Is that a song? Yeah, that, that's no, that's an f- actual philosopher. I forget who. Um, but it, a, it made me think meme. like. Sounds like song lyrics. Like the, like the way Dylan we song. have to live life weak right now. Weak men create. How many, how many skill sets of Viking like skill sets are, are, are laying dormant in our potential and our DNA and our capabilities that because we were born in like. You're, you know, you're about to start talking about the America. Walking Dead, aren't you? <laughs> well, I just mean like, would would those things, whether it's it's just psychological or not, but like, would those genes turn on if if it turns into something like a zombie apocalypse? You know, like I because like obviously the 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 Viking DNA is more or less like human, just like ours, right? Well, I think that's why that stuff is so uh, appealing, and and why there's such like a mythos around it in popular culture whether it's through tv or movies or whatever where yeah you kind of get vikings presented as obviously stereotypical compared to how they actually were maybe because there's something there in terms of oh we know that we could be this if it came to it you we, feel the potential we, we within know you. that yeah we know that this this is what would come out and you see the same thing in shows like walking dead like zombie apocalypse shows where it's like yeah, I, I, I don't want to think about it, but it's interesting to watch a show where it's like, yeah, if I was that guy and somebody was trying to eat my son, I would, you know, chop him to death with a, a pair of scissors. Well, I see it come out in people like in a bar fight, right? If I'm yeah, in a bar and I see a it's fight, late, like yeah. I, I can usually smell a fight about a minute before like How somebody many bar throws fights a punch. Have you, have you seen two or three? Okay, 
from from close up like another few yeah. like from farther away yeah. where I don't even have to get up you know yeah I realize like the giant <laughs> bouncer with arms bigger than my body is gonna yeah. stop it I'll leave that up to that Viking but like I can see that like for me I, I, I've never like been enticed into or thought I should get into a fight in that kind of context but I could totally imagine a future where like you know we're one let's say me, uh, this podcast is a tribe. And we're just trying to figure out how to survive some post-apocalyptic world. We would all watch Aren't each we? other become different people. You know, isn't what that are you kind of what we're doing? About? <laughs> what do you mean, Johnny? <laughs> what do I mean? I don't know. I mean, like, um, like, like. <laughs> what do you mean we're a tribe? Oh, no like we decide, like, about. all right, the podcast crew is let's gonna say, like let's, become. I, I know Johnny's skyping it, but let's say we're all in the same room, yeah. and all of a sudden some apocalyptic event happens, and okay, we're a tribe. I, I see. Yeah, we would watch each other evolve into versions of ourselves that we don't we're not familiar with right right right. it's like joe's gonna you know grow some plants and like uh you know uh pry golden teeth off dead people to melt down or you might see you might see me those are just his things now like somebody wanders over to our campfire one time and you might see me talking to them and all of a sudden i take my axe and like chop his head yeah and you're like like, what the fuck i'm like this guy was gonna kill us yeah we're we're just like oh luke just has the sense like when he starts chopping heads like let's just assume that whereas like right now version he he didn't i would not even get into a bar fight you know i like how how my version is like i would become a passive gardener who would like maybe steal gold from (laughs) corpses And I'm and chopping you're like, heads. You're like, didn't like the way that guy smelt, so I <laughs> chopped, cleaved his head in two. But at what point? Yeah, would it that sounds that? right. <laughs> no, that sounds right. I think yeah. I'd end up trying, like, becoming a, a, a post-apocalyptic brewer, and then someone <laughs> would find a- out. Someone, someone stronger would be like, oh, you could turn, keep water safe to drink and make beer. You're, you're my slave, like, uh, like Jesse at the end last season of Breaking Bad. Spoiler alert, where he just gets caught by like the the skinheads and like, yeah, you're gonna just be chained up and make meth for us all day. I feel like that would be my best case scenario. Uh, how is that your best case scenario? I just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I know I know my survival skills. You've got some good weapons at your house, though. I do. I, I have a sword, which is pretty good. It can't run out of bullets. I've held that That's sword, and then quickly you said, sword. Luke, put that sword down. I don't think you're capable of holding it. It is a, it is a fun <laughs> well, sword. I have a, a, a one beer sword rule. As soon as as soon as there's a beer, in <laughs> I you, love how sword it's a one beer sword rule. Like you could have made it a zero beer sword rule. We, we, no, you get you get. If we're having our first beer and you want to see the sword, yeah. I'll let you hold the sword. But yeah. I also, I also uh, have two three beers in, use. I'm not taking the sword out. It's we could use the bow to go hunting. Oh yeah. I do have that's the different. You're shooting it away from you. You can be drunk for that. No, I'm just kidding. Don't I don't mean, play with arrows. Just drunk people. Well, if there's zombies, I mean, I'm not looking. I'm not in this for the long haul. If there's zombies. I'm looking to get hammered and shoot yeah. some zombies. I mean, but beer becomes beer becomes valuable again in the post-apocalypse. For what I said, if we lose refrigeration, it's a way to store calories through the winter. It does. Yeah. It, you can make low alcohol beer that yeah. will all not of a sudden go it bad, becomes not a pleasure thing like we use it yeah. for. It does yeah, come up in the Walking was, Dead in the comics. They start brewing beer after like the first few years. Where it's just like, all right. Of we course, ha- they left that out of the TV show. That's the coolest fucking part. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. they're like, well, I, we know, have I hate that they're still living in houses and toilet paper. What? They're still living in houses and shaving every day, and it's such a waste of resources. Even yeah. if you had razors and shaving cream, they're the last ones in the world. You wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to be clean shaving because I have a house now. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, Save you'd be those. like, this stuff's like gold, but useful. You can use those razor blades to graft plants and stuff and make, you know, uh, it, it's... Uh, but you're yeah, right. You, show, would, you, would, you would probably start brewing beer because I would imagine, like, I mean... Those it, vitamins. Well, if, and if you're in a post-apocalypse, um, I would imagine that psychedelics are out weed is probably out 
you probably don't want to get high and then a zombie raid comes. If a zombie raid comes and I'm a little a little tipsy, I'll probably just be like, awesome. I don't let's know. Do the, the, yeah, the, I would, the, I would the click the in Hashishin, if I was tipsy. Yeah. The Hashishin killers of the Middle East, uh, Middle East used to eat large amounts of hash and trip out and go murder people. So, so would okay. the, e- the, the Ethiopian uh, warriors from. would would eat the whole yeah. coffee cherry. And not only would it fuck them up that on caffeine, crazy. but it would also like make them trip a little bit. I think. Wait, is is that an option? Because I've been doing eating coffee, the coffee cherry. I've been doing coffee the wrong way. Then no, I mean you have to like actually be there and eat the cherry off of the. I can't get that through yeah. like Amazon. Prime. Like as far as I understand Probably it, the not. caffeine in the coffee <laughs> cherry is one of the ways that they protect themselves from like bugs and 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 other creatures eating it. Oh, so they are isn't, they isn't like super the... caffeinated then? I think so. Yeah, but among other like chemicals. And then when they dry out those cherries in the sun, then they take the seeds out. Those become the coffee Wait, beans. does this also poison them to death? I think it poisons a lot of creatures. That's why they don't. It, it, but you, but humans you, don't get poisoned to death. But they, they have, I think they people, have a mild trip. Then why it, aren't people doing more people doing coffee, uh, coffee cherries? Well, I don't know. This is an Ethiopian warrior thing. I don't think you need that to do a presentation at work at 9 a.m. Yeah, no, no I, I, just I, don't think that, I don't think it works that way. I, I think, think you have to, like, dry the coffee I just, and roast it. Like, I just mean to party or, like, go for a hike. Like, why wouldn't I do that? Like, I don't I think know. it was discovered some, some, some <laughs> trader <laughs> guy's camel was eating the berries, and he started bugging out, and the guys tried them. He's like, these are good. This is good shit. <laughs> but I, I don't think it stays fresh very long, and it's grown in very specific parts of the world. Very so. specific high elevation. You have to, yeah. you have to go there if you want it. Ethiopia to trip on coffee? That sounds great. That does sound fun. We should set up a cast. Let's um, do a I'm, remote I'm cast. down. Yeah, in Ethiopia. Yeah, we should sure. do an African <laughs> cast someday, guys. Patreon.com slash podcast. If we get <laughs> on our I'll Ethiopia t- trip. I'll tell you right, Luke, will you will you subscribe to this? If we get a million dollar donation on Patreon, you will go to Ethiopia with us to do a remote podcast. Oh, oh yeah, if, if you guys are going. But but Luke, we kind of want you to be the Carl Pilkington that we can make do things and dress up in body paint. You're the bald the one, Johnny. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? He's. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, but you're more easily made uncomfortable. Yeah, so you're, you're more, more easily duped. Me, yeah. me just raging in Africa. Oh, those are two you different know, things. Traditional garb. Is, is, he said you're more easily fun. made uncomfortable. You said I'm more can, easily. Can I duped. clarify that? You're more easily duped into being made uncomfortable. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, both. Yeah, I think we're both right. <laughs> yeah, but you guys got the brother fucking angle on me. You got secret. You yeah. Got, well, we're yeah. gonna team up against yeah. you, obviously. Yeah, we'll be good. Me and Johnny already. Plan we'll this out clearly just now. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk ahead of time yeah. to plan things out. That's the other part of the brother me, me, thing. Me and Johnny you can just see have a weird for me. mind thing going. I think. <laughs> yep. I think me and my brother have that too when we're it's fucking thing, with yeah. people. Oh, yeah. you definitely do. You're you can a just twin. smell like that. at a yeah, party. Like if twin. you want to fuck with someone, you know exactly. And, and you know the other person's like in on. Like your brother will be in on it, and he'll be able to vibe. with And it the right way away. they're yeah. in on it is so subtly under the radar that the person you're fucking with doesn't realize that like you may have planned this out. Yeah. And you didn't plan it out. That's the thing. That's the brilliance of it. Yeah. Like Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> What's, oh yeah, let's talk about Vikings. What's, I let's love talk about a like a twenty-minute tangent. We're finishing our second beer, or I should say, time, like one and this? a half beers plus whiskey, and uh, we realize we haven't talked about the oh, Vikings in ten crap. minutes. We've been talking for an hour and a half. No, 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 fifty-eight minutes. The oh, Skype okay. call was going while we were setting up. I was going to say we could definitely rate them on this. Now, Johnny, do I have the genie permission to ask? It's not like a detailed one; just a quick. Would you rather about Vikings? Sure, I had uh, a one too, but I wasn't too confident about. So let's start with yours. How about it's Luke, very Luke says one and it's jo- just a general. How thing. about you say one and Johnny can take over? Like he can say like, "All right, 
I'm, I'll make I'm, it better. I'm, yeah, I'm genie, genie <laughs> god. Like I I'll genieify it. Yeah, yeah. Go He's ahead, the Luke. genie Norse god. Well, you're you're like a genie apprentice, and you're saying yeah. Genie I'm giving you god. I'm giving you temporary genie powers. Yeah. Basically, wow. it's yeah. like you're driving the car, but I still have the driver's ed pedals that can override. <laughs> exactly. Your, yeah. So you yeah. can't just murder me if you want. Like but the go person ahead. who Let's made a left you, turn yeah. by putting on their right blinker. Yeah. I had a driver's ed car in front of me. And I oh, actually gosh. thought that they might accidentally go in reverse and hit me. Like, it was such a bad driver. That's terrifying. Um, anyways, so I was thinking, okay, you're a conscious Joe. You're a conscious Johnny, whoever's Correct. listening. You're you the conscious that. version of you in 2019. And you have an option. You can either um, die right now in 2019. So you say, in one week, you will die. Or you are going to be transported back with your consciousness into the body of a Viking. Yes. How is Do that? You choose to 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 go back in into the body of a Viking. You have no idea who it's going to be, where it's going to be, what year it's going to be. How is that even an option? Or you can just choose. I have a week. I'm going to say goodbye to my family. It'll be like I'm dying of cancer or something. The hell with my family. I'm going to be a Viking, dude. No, you get I a week either question. way. Like after have, a week, I, you die in 2019. Oh, as a Viking. But no, no. Okay, it's 2019, right? No, I understand. In that. one week, you will die either way. But oh, in the one version, you actually die, and you're just done. Blackness, nothingness. Oh, okay. In the well, other version, your consciousness all of a sudden comes online as a Viking. That's actually Wait, 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 wait. So, Luke, in this option, there's no possible afterlife. You're stating that. Yes. Like, if I die... <laughs> okay. Hey, so even if there hey, is one I'm that we're not apprentice. aware... I'm a Come on. I'm just asking. If, even if there is one that we're not aware of, you're saying, no, you don't go there. No, I cancel... Nothing or Viking. No, if there's a he's real heaven, I cancel it out. He's no... So, I have a question then. If I die as a Viking, honorably... Is do I get into Valhalla or just nothing still? Um, that's unknown because I d- I'm only in a genie from 2019. You, I don't know that shit. I think that's but you're the not, wrong answer. But you but won't <laughs> cancel out that afterlife. I have. A I, I won't default one. cancel it out. It's as well. As, then I have to go with that route. So I'll live another five, ten horrible years in the Viking Age. If it no, keeps me from an eternity of not. What if you come no, no, online no. charging in a battle? No, Johnny. He said you live a week either way. So if you no, 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 no. I said no. you have one week left to live in 2019. You also said in Viking time. No, no, no. Yeah, you did. In 2019, you have one week to live. After Man, that week, you have Luke, two choices. Either Luke, die and it's blackness forever, or you wake up as a, a Viking. That's, okay, then that one. But I'm just saying life seems <laughs> so have, miserable back then that I might not want to live mm. it being the person uh, I am I from 2019. Saying. I don't have what it takes to live back then. I, I have one more question. Yeah, I would be if, Viking. Do I understand the language? Or yes, is, yes. Is you, come with full, talk, you come with okay. the full Genie 3.0 language I uh, understand package. what's going on and all that. And yeah, okay. Definitely going to take that one. <laughs> um, because there's something called... Uh, uh, here's a good time to bring this up. I was reading about the Holmgang or Holmgang. I don't know how to say it, right? The Holmgang. It's like uh, you've anyways. never even seen a... a, 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 a okay, <laughs> 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 what? Where, where could you have gone with that? I don't really have this much beer. <laughs> you, you drank one beer. Oh wait, the whiskey. The whiskey. The whiskey. Yeah. Um, so it, it was Welcome something where you could. Lunch. It was like it was a challenge card, you know, where you could just challenge and you could call some guy out and fight him to the death. And if you win, you got all of his land and re, like wealth. And if he killed you, he got to add yours to him. So if your farm had a real bad 
fire or something. Everyone, all the livestock died, and your wife died in childbirth. So it's just you and a goat left. But you were always a good <laughs> fighter. You could challenge the old dude down the road and fucking murder him and take his. So you know, might is right was the rule of the day. So if you lucked out and were a strong Viking. <laughs> You know, you might not have a bad Wait, life. I love, you the, I love might is right is the rule of the day. It rhymes in English. I don't know if it rhymes in Nordic. Oh, no, that might is right is a real thing. Can you say that in Nordic That's... and make it rhyme? Uh, I could do it with a really racist Norwegian accent. It's not racist. Yeah, might, right. That's might what I was actually right. asking for. Might is right. Yeah, see, it uh, works. Here in Norway. How's that? Do you know I just good, realized, right? too? I just remembered. I haven't checked the podcast stati- uh, statistics in, like, months, but we have a I think a ton of Norwegian downloads. Really? That's like awesome. I, I think like hello Norway. I think like a hundred, which is like I think after. Now I feel bad we didn't. It might be the second most after the United States. Podcast. It might be Norway. Well, so everything we said, we would just like to clarify: we love Norway. We love oh, everyone. I, well, I love the Scandinavian cultures. I, I, I do love. love I do love Scandinavia. I also great, love the Middle East. Great, great people. We, we have been talking about those two. Places. Well, you guys, you guys insinuated that I didn't when I said that that the Battle of Tours saved Europe. You know, I bet it Luke, simply you, saved Luke, it from a Luke, specific when, thing. When you shoehorn in your apology, it just sounds so ingenuous. It's very PR. I just love how you know? I feel that. Was. It seems very calculated. The Battle of Tours. And so the thing about the thing about the thing the thing about cooking paella is, by the way, Muslim culture, fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't get enough of it's it. It's like so anyways, back anyways. to paella. <laughs> um, well, speaking of paella on the Spanish Iberian Peninsula where the uh, the caliphate took over for, oh God, for a long time. He's tying it in. <laughs> and then finally defeated by the Franks in what was it? <laughs> 750, Seven the Abbasids yeah. overthrew the uh, The what? The who? <laughs> He's just making up U- names. Umayyad Empire still- was defeated by the Franks. Yeah. Um, well, they were defeated at Tours in France. Like, so they Luke, still let just me retreated ask. back to Spain. Yeah, yeah, and they had Spain yeah. for a while longer. Right, for quite, Luke, quite let time. me ask in your research, did you read about the uh, the Asturias? No. Ooh, it's in part of northern Spain that was like, screw that. We're going to go in the woods. and like They were like uh, Spanish Robin Hood type people Ooh. but knights sort of it was weird and they, they kind these, of like, just lived in areas. the woods while the caliphate They're like rocky over. wooded area i think also people that don't realize that europe was very different it's a lot more wild back then it wasn't all like you know well when they say like oh the vikings took over paris it's not like not... paris now it's just like it was a, a center it wasn't the bucolic scene yeah it was now <laughs> like ireland was raided by the vikings it was terrifying because ireland used to be filled with deep dark forests that were really dangerous and like not very hospitable so everyone lived on the coast and also in these giant pale fucks came out of nowhere on giant ships and could just show up, murder you, and be gone in a day. And, and, and it terrifies. And like, you always knew that was a possibility, woods. right? Yeah. Do we want to run in the woods and get eaten by wolves or bandits or stay on the coast and just get murdered and raped? It was crazy. What did I Dublin, hear today? They, they Something Dublin a few times, I think. In, 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 in basically modern-day England, um, that because... Why do you think they were obsessed with covering that fucking island in castles? Exactly. they yeah, knew yeah, what yeah. it was yeah. like to get invaded. And that's, that's what kind of led to the the um, um, the middle period. What was it called? The, the, the High Middle Ages? What was that called? After I the early? The, I was going to say the Middle Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah, the, mi- the Mid-Middle Ages. I think it's called the, the du- High oh, Middle Ages. It's called the, du- the du- Mid-Dubs. The Dub-Mids. 
Um, Are you done? The, yeah, no, yeah, I got nothing. Where all the population grew and all that, right? It was yeah. after the the Viking, the vi- whole Viking stuff. But it was the warming period, yeah. But but so much of of what became cities, of what became like centers of where where um, originally defense, um, defensive like set up so that if you were being raided, you could hold them off long enough for like the king's army to show up and yeah, right. and help you out. Well, they they sort yeah of castles used to be a fallback yeah. point. Yeah, hundreds it's of years ga- of Viking raids. You kind of have to then. It's start just to it's just out. like if you're a deer and wolves live in the woods, you know yeah. that like, hey, I have to be on the lookout for. Well, that. eventually, eventually, it's like, yeah, we've been being eaten by wolves for, in deer terms, you know, it, maybe to <laughs> us it's only like fifteen, twenty years, but to them it's thousands of years. You yeah, know? yeah, or like hundreds of years or whatever. And it's like, all right, don't do these things or do something differently, right? Yeah, that's why I love history because it yeah. does two things for me. One, it makes me think of like yeah. seeing a human being and its existence as like just like any other animal well, it puts you know? it so much into context yeah. right where you're just like oh this all exists within its own moments yep and there are connections and there are influences from obviously that's why it's so interesting like we were talking about the days of the week earlier none of those we just made up of course they're all from thousands traditions that are I mean, thousands of you could thousands be born and live your life and die and never think why is wednesday wednesday it's just it's a sound because you make Super with your Bowl mouth sunday it's a sound you make with your mouth and it means a certain thing yeah right i would i would not be able to keep track of the days if i didn't have a phone or a calendar or anything like that you know it's only seven. Wednesday <laughs> is just a, a, a sound I make with my mouth. Yet you have more fingers than that, Luke. You can keep track of seven. No, I'm saying if you're Tom Hanks castawaying on some island, like unless you're carving the days and keeping track, yeah. you're going to be like, I don't know, is it Thursday or what the fuck? Even then, matter? if you get a bad fever and you're like, how long was I out? That, fuck, did I miss a day? That's exactly. Times does that's that actually happen? a great now example. Week off? Yeah, the castaway example because, I, like, that movie is whatever, but that whole thing where he keeps track of the days you realize how insane and how difficult it actually is when you're like when you think about just keeping track of anything and it's like well what are you really actually keeping track of if i if i ask you to keep track track of of seven days a week however many weeks are in a year 52 or whatever let me give you an example or 55 um 56 52 52 52? yeah I don't know. I think it's See, 74. I, I, I would have fucked no, up. No, but that's my... That's I would have fucked up on the year point. level. If you were just in a cave by yourself, you'd be like, oh, shit, is it Sunday or Tuesday? I better have this marked down. You're right. Have you seen the... Um, Vsauce has a show called Minefield. It's on YouTube Red, so you have to like pay for it to yeah, see it. Minefield but he great. did one where he went in an all-white room, no... Um, like it was, it, the lights were on and everything was white, so no sense of what time it is. No, He couldn't do anything. He had no electronics, obviously. It was just him. Mm-hmm. And I don't even I yeah he may have had a book I'm trying to remember but I think it was pretty much no he didn't have a book but the the point was his brain had no way to tell what time it is mm. no light dark cycle none of that right he had simply a toilet that he could pee in he had access to water and he had some like formula stuff that he could drink how, for how nutrition. long was he there three days oh wow guess how long it took until until he thought until his sense of time was radically off. Well, what do you mean by radically off? Like he thought it was a much different time than it was? Yeah. Uh, but like eight hours. Yeah, prob- yeah probably but, like So he, he went in there at a certain time yeah. and he was chilling and then he decided to sleep. And sleeping was very hard because it was so bright and white. So he had to sleep like with his head down, right? He didn't have like an eye mask? No. I mean, oh, he, he put the pillow over his head. But, yeah. Um, so as soon as you go into deep sleep, 
your sense of time is radically shifted, right? Mm -hmm. And when you wake up, you have to rebuild, like, how long was I asleep? First thing I do when I wake up is I look at my phone. I'm like, God damn, it's 11. Like, I didn't think I would sleep that late. Well, I always look for natural light, actually, now that you mention it. I'm like, all right, I kind of I innately know sort of what time of year it is. So it's like, all right, if if there's this amount of light, it must be either early in the day or late in the day. Right, right, because you know like the that. season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he I fell don't, asleep. I don't do that. I don't do that because I sleep weird hours because I work nights. Yeah. But I definitely, when I wake up, I... I like wake up and I know what time it is before I look at my phone. Yeah. So he fell asleep at like 8 p.m. <laughs> and he, he would normally go to bed at like midnight or something. Yeah. But he went in there at like one and kind of lost track of like, is it eight? Is it nine? Is it 10? But he was like, you know, I'm kind of tired. Let me try to go to sleep. And he right. went to sleep and he, he did a few sleep cycles and he woke up at 4 a.m. So how long was he asleep for? Um, Maybe like six, seven hours. Yeah. And he estimated, one, that he thought he went to bed at, like, 10 or 11. And he it was, it was like, 7 or 8, something like that. Right. Um, and when he woke up, he estimated that it would be, like, 10 in the morning. And it was 3 in the morning. Wow. And then he did a bunch of shit and then decided, I'm a little tired. He did some exercise, like he was doing push-ups and sit-ups. And then went to bed again when he thought it was nighttime. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, 1 in the afternoon. <laughs> When he slept again, he was a full day off. He was like um, two days away from leaving. And the whole thing's filmed, obviously, right? Yeah. And then when he slept yet again, he was like, I'm pretty excited. I think today's the day I'm going to be let out. I should have a few hours and they'll open the door. And then we saw how much time he had left. It was like... He had like 27 hours left or something. And and then when the door didn't open, he started actually freaking out. And they had a psychologist on standby to, to who who to call it. If if the psychologist called it, they yeah. had to call it. You know, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he spoiler alert. He knew going in what to expect, meaning that he knew he would be off. Right. You know, and so when the door didn't open, he's like, "God damn it, this is trippy." I thought, I thought, and he fell asleep again and woke up again, and it was still way <laughs> longer than he thought. Yeah. And then finally, when the door opened, he was like disturbed. I, yeah. Did you see this one? No, I got to see this. Yeah, it's worth seeing. Right. Yeah. I think now you're freaking me out, man. I think um, <laughs> do a free trial of Johnny's of in a room Red. with no windows. He's freaking out, man. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, I watched that one and I definitely freaked out a little bit. I think I watched it in Denver. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll link it in the description because <laughs> this has everything to do with the Vikings. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Luke. Good contribution. <laughs> no, that's actually fascinating. But anyways, um, so yeah, Vikings. I mean, they did, to tie it back into Vikings, you would be stuck for long periods of time on those open hold, open uh plan, Open hold what? Uh, long ships. Oh, you... F- damn it. <sighs> I was going to make a good point about Vikings and how their whole military was set up. And House Carls and... Uh, but you know, just forget it. Plundering worked and how it was a job, really. But whatever. I guess we'll have to do a part two. Uh, maybe we'll go into a specific uh, story or saga. I would love to do a Norse mythology cast if anybody's interested. Let us know. And uh, they beat me in the hang-up game. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening.
That was too easy. I like how he said long ship, and we were just like, you're done. So I, I put my arm off camera and that was just uh, gesture yeah. to Joe. He's I, so pissed right now. He's like, we weren't even in the hang-up game mode, and I had a real thing to say, and they hung up on me. Should we, and now they're making fun of should me Should we keep the short voice. and call Johnny back right now while he's Let's ranting yeah. in his version? All right. See ya. Peace. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs>